Welcome to this episode of Let's Chat. I'm your host, Chris Revel, coming at you from Cat Cave in Providence, Rhode Island. And there is nothing like doing your own podcast that helps you learn the cadence of your own voice and make you self-conscious. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, anyhow, what a great episode. We got Colin J of Entropy. Uh, Colin and I, we talk about it, met at the Gaslight Anthem tour when it came to Providence. Uh, our co-host, our guest host, who eventually makes it on Dan Shields, was on the tour doing merch for the Scandals. If you look back, you'll see we've had Sean Carney of the Scandals on. It was a great episode. We've also had Dan Shields on a bunch. But uh, anyhow, I met Colin at the concert, and it's just as cool as and nice as could be. We liked a lot of the same music, and he was on the show, and it was great. Uh, it turns out I listened to his band afterwards. Good thing they're really good, or else this would have been awkward. So I actually really like their music a lot. They got a new EP up called So It Goes. It is for free on the internet. Uh, if you just look uh, entropyny.tumblr.com or uh, entropyhardcore.bandcamp.com, there's links right in the description of the show. Go find their new EP for free. Uh, it's totally worth it. It's fucking awesome. You don't have to pay anything. Uh, we kind of talk about it in the episode, but basically they just put this up there on like as a surprise. Uh, Entropy is a part of Satan Records. Uh, if you that sounds familiar, I'm just going to plug the show again. Jeff Berman of Divided Heaven, also a Satan Records dude. So that's kind of cool to have the... Uh, Get some more people in Satan. Satan's fucking awesome, and they got some great bands. Uh, what do you say about Entropy? They're fucking awesome. They played in a tattoo shop with Folly. Uh, when we talked, they were about to go fucking play with the Suicide Machines on their uh, that tour they're doing of the Definition by Destruction, the full album. And anyone who's of my age remembers the new girl from the Tony Hawk games. Uh, Colin, Colin's fucking man. We, I think we talked for over an hour. I swear to God, I don't even think we touched the surface. We just got along way too goddamn well. He's definitely going to come back on. I asked him already. He said yes. And talk more. I hope we talked enough about his music. Um, dude, he kind of reminds me of Paul, uh, Paul Allen, also been on the show, uh, who he's playing a band with called Hell Mary. And, uh, like he's just been in a ton of fucking bands and I think... I don't know how how old Colin is, but he's, he's younger than me, and he's he's Mr. Punk Rock. I hope that's an okay term to use. Colin, if that's not okay, I am sorry. Anyway, go on the internet, download So It Goes for free. It's pay what you want as well, by the way. Uh, throw him a couple bucks, because, uh, you know, music costs money to make, and why not? And they have other albums that you can buy. So for their website, you know, they're on Tumblr, entropyny.tumblr.com. Uh, they have a really great Tumblr. They're on Facebook, facebook.com slash entropyhardcore. And find them on the old Twitter, at entropyny. And find us on Twitter, at Let's Chat, at Let's Chat Podcast. Find us on facebook.com slash Let's Just Chat. Our episodes are also on squarepop.com. We are proudly a part of the Misfits Podcast Network. I got nothing else to bother you guys with. Um, stick around to the end of the so uh, episode. We're going to play an Entropy song. Uh, here it is, Colin J of Entropy. That's what we're all here for, right? Uh, how do you pronounce your band's name? I always say it wrong. 
how do you pronounce it? Entropy? Entropy? Uh, just entropy is fine. Uh, yes, yeah, so that's not you. That's just me. I can't pronounce it. I don't like. I yeah. <laughs> yeah, no, it's fine. I, like somebody, somebody I know. Like I can't remember who it is right now. They're like a good friend. Have like known us since we first started, and they're always like entropy. And I'm like, ah, like I want to tell them that it's wrong, but like, what is that really gonna accomplish? How do you say entropy? Entropy. Entropy. Yeah. All right. You would not believe how many last names and people I fucked up on this, and I'm like, <laughs> I've stopped using people's last names completely. Yeah. Like in the intro, I'm like this is John from Dead Bars. Yeah. I <laughs> accidentally took out the part when he told me how to say his, and I fuck, I got like added to like a podcast network, and I cannot yeah, pronounce the woman's that. name. <laughs> and she told it to me, and like, well, I'm I'm awful with that because it's like. Just with, like, social media and stuff like that. It's like, oh, yeah, I could see what your name looks like, but I've never really – like, there's certain people I just never gave a shit to actually look at the individual spelling. <laughs> yeah, like, her name's – it's A-L-I, so I think it's Aaliyah, but I always think it's Aaliyah, and I'm too embarrassed Aaliyah, to ask her the, now. The, the hip-hop star from the early 2000s? <laughs> She's dead. I know. Yeah, I, why did I bring her up the other day? It was a reference – I was watching some old 90s sitcom or movie, and she was a reference to it, and my wife had no idea. And then I went off, like, uh, the Doctor Who Doolittle soundtrack? Are you fucking kidding me? I remember she, Timberland? She died when... Plane crash? I had, yeah, it was a plane crash. Literally, the first time I was ever on a flight was, like, this was a shitty time to be flying. Like, it was in 2001, just before, like, three weeks before 9-11, and I get to Florida, and I'm like, yeah, I'm over my fear of flying. And then they're like, Aaliyah died in a plane crash. <laughs> <laughs> and then uh, t- Left Eye died in a plane crash. Yeah, yeah. I was more bummed out with Left Eye, because it's like, she I don't know. weird. They were all fucking weird, man. She was sick, though. She wasn't even, like, the fun weird. She was like, mm. if you weren't a millionaire, you'd have been hospitalized by now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. One of yeah. those people, you're just like, ah. <laughs> Uh, so my first, I don't, I, I didn't really write anything out. Um, I, I, I'm just, I, I want to ask this to every musician I have on now. Cause I'm kind of like, so like, I love Alkaline Trio and I love parts of Blink-182's career. Yes. Yes. I am. Okay. Is this What's like it? a marriage? I, I gotta say, I'm fucking loving Skidba, Skiba, Skiba and fucking Blink more than fucking DeLong. I, I want to hear a record of it. I want to hear a fucking Blink-182 hits record with him doing all of Tom's parts. We had this discussion briefly at practice the other day, actually, and, like, our singer, since he's, like, super old, like, he's just like, yeah, Blink hasn't been since, like, Dude Ranch, like, <laughs> and, um, but it was just one of those things where it's like, I, should, I want to show him clips of even the stuff from, like, Dude Ranch and Earth, like, Carousel, he fucking nails it. Oh, I've been watching these shitty YouTube clips, and I'm like, oh, this is, like, everything I've ever wanted. Yeah, exactly, and it's, like, one of those things where it's, like, I I read an article the other day, and it was, like, yeah, they're thinking of a summer tour and stuff like that, and it was, like, yo, honestly, because Blink usually, I've only seen Blink-182 once, and it was, it was with Weezer at, like, the Jones Beach Amphitheater, and, uh, you know, Blink was all right. I think Travis Barker's still got to pull back a little bit and stop being so, look at me, I'm the drummer. Yeah, uh, absolutely. But, like, you know, I wasn't that impressed with Blink, but, like, now seeing these videos, I'm like, shit, I would, like, I would pay, like, up to maybe after, like, Ticketmaster fees, like, 30 or 40 bucks. Yeah, 
you know, I've never seen Blink live, and I've loved them. For, I mean, I I've had I had Dude Ranch when it came out. I loved Cheshire Cat. I had Fly Slaughter EP tape. I had I I loved Take Off. No, I hated Take Off Your Pants and Jacket. I hated the live album. I loved Enema <laughs> uh, of the State. I like a lot, and then I loved the Blink One Eight Two CD and the Neighbors. I really dug. Yeah. And I Wait, love Mark Hoppus. Like, I just fucking love that dude. See, like, the uh, the thing with me and Blink-182 is because I'm, I guess you could say I'm pretty young, is, like, I didn't, wasn't exposed to them until Enema of the State. So, like, to me, like, Blink-182 was, like, one of the fucking, like, most punk things that, like... Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> That's probably when I really started listening to them was, I was in high, I'm, I'm 30, so I, I think I found them, and I probably heard Enema first, then went... I had Dude Ranch, but not because yeah. I, I was cool. I was part of a CD club, which don't exist anymore. Oh, like, yeah, like one of those BMI. So yeah, you, you get fucking just screwed over. My te- uncle. Terribly. My, un- my uncle was a member of one of those. And one summer, he told me he was going to give me, because he had, like, just shit, a bunch of CDs. And he's like, I want them all digitized. I'll give you a dollar to, like, import all of them into iTunes and put it on this hard drive. And he had, like, enough CDs where it's, like, for a summer, I was like, Maybe ten or something like that. I was like, "Fuck yeah, I'm rolling dough." Hell yeah! <laughs> oh god, but I fuck. I love Enema of the State. That's a good pop album. It, it. The thing is, and it's like, even with the, I actually they're self-titled. I don't entirely hate. I have this theory that a lot of bands reach a certain point where they obviously they release full lengths to like get out of their contract. But I feel like a lot of bands make a really good EP, and then they're just like, "All right, we don't care about the rest of this." <laughs> do you think that's different now? Like, do records matter as much? I, mean, I like to say they do, but I don't know. I don't know. I mean, to me, they fucking do. But like, even with Weezer, it's like you take uh, their Red album. In my opinion, their Red album is fucking great. But it would be so much better had they just cut it down to an EP. Yeah, I could see that. I, would, I, I always have mixed feelings on Weezer. Yeah, they're another one that it's like, they'll always have a special place in my heart for whatever reason. Uh, yeah, that's how my Blink Blink was, will always be for me. And oddly enough, I never saw them. I don't know why. I mean, oddly enough, I saw Weezer and Blink-182, and I remember not really caring about Blink-182, because it was like right after they released, uh, uh, fuck, what, Neighborhoods or something like that? Somewhere around there. So, oh no, or I don't remember. Was there an album between the self-titled and Neighborhoods? I don't know. I don't want to Google know. it either. I just like what yeah. there might be an nope. EP. I don't know because you know I, I feel know. like I follow Mark Hoppus as a person, and then Blink was now become secondary. Like he's hilarious yeah. on Twitter. He's a really good host, and he's uh. He had a podcast for a short period back in the day that I used to listen to, like seven or eight years ago. That disappeared. Yeah. But what else? And what else? He was on. He was on the other F word. He's just like a host dude that you always see everywhere. Yeah. I, I mean, but I just remember not caring, being like, being like, all right, uh, Blink One Eight Two is like really okay right now, and it was like when Tom DeLonge was in straight up, like I'm just gonna kneel for half of the set and play guitar, like. So me and my brother and a few friends of ours that we were at the show with, we just walked around Jones Beach Amphitheater, and we ended up meeting most of Weezer, including, and that was the tour that Josh Freese was playing drums for them. I know that name. What's he from? 
he's from like the Vandals, a perfect circle. Yeah, okay. Uh, like I said. Oh wait, is like, that the dude in the other F word who's in like every band ever? Pretty much, probably. I I honestly haven't watched. I wasn't a big fan of the other F word, to be honest. Oh no, I loved it. I interviews like, over. I, no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> yeah, no, like the thing is, um, like the thing, because I I like I'm like a media snob or whatever you want to fucking call it. I went to school. I'm finishing up school for that stuff. Oh, that's and, awesome. Uh, I think that the other F word just didn't have. It just didn't have, as dumb as it sounds, it was a documentary that lacked some sort of narrative. It was just like, okay, punk dads, what's what's up? Like that that just seemed it to me. Too much, yeah. I, I see what you mean, like documentary standpoint. Yeah. I, I did feel like there's too much talking heads and yeah, little concert and the the the, the guy from what Pennywise that could have been a stronger story. Yeah, yeah. There, there, yeah. There was like certain ones where it was just like, all right, we get it, like. <laughs> Do you watch the? I just like today. I just watched uh, that Scientology documentary on uh, uh, fucking HBO. I I have not. I've heard a lot about it. Actually, somebody at, at my job today brought it up, and I was just like, "It's." I love the. I think it was Alex Ginsby. I really like his work, and that fuck. That's a fucked up movie. Man. <laughs> but that, that's that's here nor there. But yeah. <laughs> uh, my friend's band has a song called, uh, actually our drummer, he also plays in it, uh, Tom Cruise, comma, Scientology. <laughs> and now after that movie, they probably have him on a watch list on the Scientology thing, is what I've learned. They're fucking nuts. But that's awesome. Hey man, if it means they get a few more fans, probably. Right, go for it. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Tom Cruise, love our band. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. Tom Cruise is fucking weird. Did you, I heard him on the Nerdist podcast, and he just kind of came off as, like, the empty vessel Hollywood actor I expected him to be, like, with no personality at all. My question is, like, when guys like that go to do, like, a Nerdist podcast, like, do they realize that, like, most of the time they just get made fun of on that show? <laughs> yeah, I think, did you, I don't know if you listened to the episode, at one point, Jonah yeah. Rale, he's like, Tom Cruise goes, um, I watch a movie every day. And then Jonah Ray, very honestly, who I fucking love Jonah Ray, he goes like, oh, what do you watch? And Tom Cruise goes like this. All of them. And you're like, oh. <laughs> oh. What? Almost some humanity in there. And I think Hardwick is really good at, like, getting pe- people out of their shell, but it was just like, that's not his yeah. fault. It was just like, yeah. Yeah, I, I was like, oh, man. That guy's fucking nuts. Oh, man, I, I would love if... I think my dream right now would be, like, a small club tour, or at least a show. Maybe, I guess New York it would happen, like a small show. I was about to say, I'm like, you you gotta come down from Rhode Island if that's the case. There's no way. For Blake, yeah. Maybe they would do Boston. I highly doubt it. No, I doubt it. It would have to be a one-off small show with Skimba, and it would be way too expensive. Yeah. But I'd still go. But what's your price code off for that? If it, if it like, what would your price code off be? Well, just because this is a hypothetical, a lot of money. But let's be realistic. I probably wouldn't go to it no matter what. Because <laughs> <laughs> it's I, like I feel, I feel like that's a good good gauge. It's like I would enjoy to see that. Like, because I've been I've been going to like concerts most of my life and stuff like that. So yeah. it's like there's a lot of people that it's like I've gotten past the point where it's like okay, I don't need to see this band for like the tenth time or whatever. It's mm-hmm. like well, let me go see like 
you know, like I would go see like Neil Young because I haven't seen him just to cross him off the list or yeah. something like that. I did that with Prince. I saw my friend convinced me to see Prince. I've seen Prince twice, and you know what? It's fucking awesome. Best concert I've ever been to in my entire life. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. I, it's I've seen so perverted everything about it, but it's just uh, like it's so great at the same dude, time. Dude, he's such a good musician. Like, yeah. when he plays guitar. You're like, you're better than fucking Hendrix, and no one's there's, gonna believe yeah. me unless you've seen him play. There's like um the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame induction from a few years ago, and then he did uh. He was up there with, like, fucking Clapton and a bunch of other guys. Uh, yes! Wait, are you talking about the fucking tribute to George Harrison? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and Prince, he does that solo, and he yeah, just and... throws the guitar. Like, it's like Tom Petty are just yeah. staring at him. <laughs> I, I really... My I, I brother... I, I can't find it anywhere. My, maybe it's on YouTube now. My brother had recorded that. We watched it over and over. I'm like, I swear to God, there's smoke coming out of that guitar he's playing so fast. I swear <laughs> to God. It was just like one of those things where it's like, and even still, people watch that and they're like, "That's got to be fake." It's like people no. also don't realize, like Prince as a like on a whole, he's a fucking great musician. His first few albums, he played everything on. He he might be a genius. Yeah, he's, he he's might a, not be. He's a little insane. Thing, <laughs> oh, that still doesn't make him not a genius. That's true. I I, I don't <laughs> know. Like, I I uh I really I went back and listened to his music and like. Oh, he's fucking great. Like when I saw him, it was a straight out funk, a funk set, and then yeah. he came back, and he had a twelve string acoustic guitar and just fucking destroyed it. Yeah, and Where'd then he ended it? with party like it's nineteen ninety nine. Like I didn't expect that, and he did Purple Rain. Duh. <laughs> like it's Prince. Like he seems like the artist who doesn't play the hits, but yeah, yeah, and he probably skips out on a few. You just didn't know it because you were so baffled by everything else. And I didn't know any Prince songs, to be honest. I was just like, okay. <laughs> I went for Billy Joel because it's like, you got to do it. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I saw Billy Joel. I used to actually have, like, I don't even care how fucking unpunked I sound or whatever. Um, I saw Billy Joel probably about, like, five times maybe back in the day. Like, he used to do this uh, face-to-face tour with Elton John all the time. Yeah. I wish I went and, to that. And, like, I remember one year my uncle... Because my uncle got me into music a lot, even though he never played. He just <laughs> took me to a lot of shows because he didn't. He was the cool uncle, like he didn't have kids. Oh, that's so, awesome! I remember one year for my birthday, we ended up stay, going up like Connecticut or something like that, and like we stayed in the same hotel as them, and I got to meet like everybody in the backing band. What? Yeah. <laughs> Holy shit! That uncle yeah. is amazing. Yeah. How proud is he of your band's life now? He must be all about it. Uh, he, I mean, like, he, he keeps saying he's going to, like, try to come to a show, but he, he had a big uh, medical issue last year, so it's, like, kind of put him back and shit like that. But he's pretty stoked because uh, my cousin also plays a lot of music. Oh, that's awesome. I, I think Jeff, I think I might be misquoting this, but I'm pretty sure... No, yeah, it was Jeff from Folly. I don't think his parents saw him play anything to the last show. Like, the <laughs> well, first last show. Well, it's funny, because it's like, I've played in bands for April. It will have been nine years since I started playing in How, bands. You're, you're not old, either, either. No. <laughs> uh, I'm 22. Yeah, 22. So, what, you're like 14? No, I was 12. 12, so you uh, started 13, at 12. 13, rather. 13, rather. Yeah, yeah. So you have all the making of, like, punk rock legend in you. 
<laughs> yeah, if you have really low expectations for a punk rock legend. <laughs> oh, I do. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, well, like I started. I guess I guess this is a decent story to tell. Um, I started as like technically I started playing in bands when I was twelve. Like you know, I got like a Squire starter pack and shit like that, and my brother got us like an Ibanez bass starter pack the same day, and um. My brother, you know, he played bass. I played guitar. I was like, oh, you should start a band. Never did. Really glad we didn't. And um, he uh, he was telling, like, one day, my neighbors, they had this band. And we were in fucking middle school. And the, their bassist at the time somehow was not good. Like, even for middle school band standards. So I was like, oh, my brother has a bass. You guys should, like, make me not your manager anymore and have me play bass. <laughs> So, so like one day, like I skipped like half of middle school and like I had my dad pick me up and everything I fake sick. And then I was like, I'm going to go learn these bass parts in an hour and then go play a show. And from there, it's just fucking shitty history. <laughs> how many do you, can you even count how many bands you've been in? Uh, I would venture. Oh, I could think about this real quick. I would say more than eight, but less than fifteen. <laughs> Damn! And so you played in uh, you play when we met in uh, that Gaslight show, which which is funny. If Dan wasn't the merch guy on that tour, I probably would not have gone to. Speaking of like concerts, yeah. <laughs> Even though I live like I live like seven minutes up the road from that venue. Yeah, yeah. That that was a fun. That that was an interesting story for me. In terms of ending ending up at that show too. Yeah, that was random as fuck. You were you drove up from what New York? Yeah, yeah. Were you just there for just purely the scandals, or just like? Uh, the the guys from Gaslight and I, uh, I guess like we're acquaintances and stuff like that. I would like to think we're friends, but um, I don't know. They're but like I a few years ago, um. I think I actually started by I was writing for uh Paul uh from Hell Mary. He had this uh like blog, Bedside Manor. Oh yeah, and, yeah. Uh, oh yeah, Paul uh Paul Allen has been on the show. Yeah. Yeah. And uh I love Paul, he's a fucking man. We ended up going to a show one night and bottom feeder Benny from Gaslight, his other band played and I did like a profile I wrote up like a profile yeah. on them that and then, like, a few months later, since I went to uh, a trade school for film production and stuff like that, and since I was in a gaslight, I saw they were looking for, like, extras on a video they were doing. So I actually um, – I found out who was the director of it. It was this guy, Kevin Slack, who's done a bunch of their work. And uh, he pretty much I, – I was on Twitter, and I, like, tweeted at him or whatever you want to say, whatever kids are calling it these days. Yeah. And, uh, <laughs> And then he's like, he's like, yeah, just email this guy, because like Kevin didn't wasn't sure if I was just like a total fucking nutcase or not. Yeah. And then from there, I just ended up getting to know the guys, and we're we're from neighboring scenes, I guess you could say. Yeah, yeah. So it's like those. So the idea that Scandals and Gaslight is like two two friend bands were playing together, and I had family up there in Rhode Island. Oh, no way. So, yeah, up in Providence. Yeah. Yeah, I actually almost moved to Providence a few years ago. It's pretty cheap. It is. It is. That's how I, 
I'm from Connecticut, and then I ended up here. And that oh like... yeah, well, dude, no offense, man. Connecticut. Kind oh, of it's sucks. the fucking worst. <laughs> fucking sucks. But yeah, oh, I, I, I like, I like Bottom Feeder too. I'm, um, Dan's working on getting me Benny on the show, and um, yeah, I know Derek too, so he's um, in ta- he's coming on at some point too. But yeah, that's sch- scheduling's great. a fucking nightmare with people. Yeah, yeah. But oh, that's fucking awesome! That was a good show too. I, I got to I brought, um, I saw Dan and the the Scandal dudes beforehand. We went to uh, get nice slice, so that was okay. Sean I went, was quite uh, jealous. Some I think it was a grilled cheese place that was downtown, down by there. Oh, uh, by Johnson Wales, kinda. Yeah, yeah, kind of cool. sucked. No, it was actually halfway decent. Oh, that's good. Uh, I don't remember. But um. Nice. Oh, what was this? I forgot what we were talking about before. I don't know. I always forget what I'm saying. That's what Dan's supposed to be here and catch me. Oh, yeah. Um, Thanks, Dan. Oh, so, so yeah, no. So I ended up at that show because I was friends with both of those bands. And then I guess I kind of became friends with North, the guy from North Coast, <laughs> mostly because he's Canadian and really nice. <laughs> right? what, are, what is it with Canadians that are, like, the nicest fucking people? Yeah. It's ridiculous. So like if so are you the guy in your band that like you're the most social with like people and but that's but that's everything right the hang is almost more important than the show Yeah I guess I mean like it's really funny cuz I'm one of those guys that's like I used to I used to always bring a friend with me to shows so this way I would leave at a reasonable hour <laughs> Yep <laughs> and like cuz like if I had the friend there even if they're not directly telling me like hey dude I want to leave it's like I feel bad because I'm keeping them out. But then, like, yeah. what ended up happening is that, like, my I got my friends interested in it, so they would end up staying late, too. <laughs> Do you? It's amazing how many people you'll meet uh, if you just hang out after oh, hours. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I <laughs> definitely... That's most of my social life anyway, like, especially because what had happened if probably back in... 2011-ish, there was a, a, like, kind of a low point in, um, my, uh, the scene around me, and I started going to shows in Jersey a lot, and that's pretty much hanging out after and stuff like that, that's pretty much how I got to know most of the people I would consider my friends now. (laughs) Where in New York are you guys? You're, like, the up-ish state? Uh, I consider it downstate, um... It's Orange County. You know uh, the Woodbury Commons? No. <laughs> it's, like this big, it's like a big outlet mall. What about uh, West Point? Oh, are you like Middletown area? Warwick? Yeah, yeah. yeah we yeah, practice yeah. like in the Middletown area. When you said Orange like County, I was like, Florida, New York. Been there. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> what the fuck are you in Florida for? <laughs> I uh, I worked at a camp in Warwick. Oh, right. For, we had for years discussion. and years. We and had so discussion. all the surrounding areas we'd go to. Okay, yeah, we had this discussion, I think. Yeah, uh, yeah, when I met you, I was like, oh, yeah. I was like, an autopilot off. One of the band I used to fucking love was from there. Actually, we play um, a lot of shows with this fucking awesome band, Dead Ahead, and Rob, who played bass. What? In in autopilot off. Um, Yeah, no, it's Rob, he played bass in in, uh, autopilot off, and also their earlier version, uh, Cooter. (gasps) I don't know if you're familiar with Cooter. Or not? I, very little, but after this episode, at some point, you're going to get something from me on Facebook. Be like, hey, 
Uh, you think Rob <laughs> wants to do the show? <laughs> he he might honestly like. Um, I always get surprised who says yes. Um, yeah, that's been the thing that's kind of throws me off. Um, yeah, Rob's a good dude. Rob's Rob's like, cause like it's really funny because Deadhead's first show was with us, and then I think it ended up that like, cause they're really fucking good. They don't have any recordings up yet. Um, it's and then like the other like I guess um like highlighted name is uh jesse their vocalist he used to play in that band uh with the punches i never heard of them yeah they were pretty they were like a big like pop punk i'm pretty of. far removed from that scene i hate saying it oh <laughs> yeah no i i used to be but oddly enough playing in a hardcore punk band has made me actually like fall more into that scene that's so crazy oh so you uh yeah i'm gonna have to do that because i fucking love <laughs> autopilot off so much dude Dude, you had no idea because they what a sound came out pretty much around the time that I started like getting into like my friends brothers bands and stuff like that and going to shows and it was just like to me because they were from my town from Monroe um and I oh, think you're well, from Monroe yeah oh I I um, like Monroe eh, yeah is there okay. like a mini golf place or something around there uh are you talking about the castle in Chester yep. That's exactly yep. it. Because one of the guys I worked with, Jesse, I forgot his last name, but he was the man. He was from Monroe. And so I, that's why I, I, when you said that, I was like, yes. Because we'd yeah. drive through Monroe and be like, this is my town. He's like, there's <laughs> nothing here. There's still nothing. So, uh... <laughs> But we would go play mini golf. Yeah. Yeah, the castle. That's like a big, giant fun center now. Like right off the highway or something. Yeah, yeah. 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 <laughs> <laughs> but um, Autopilot Off was from Monroe. And I just remember, like, being like, well, if they can make it, I can make it. And, like, ten years later, I'm still not there. <laughs> and they were on a bunch of good comps. And I don't know how big they got it. Because I, I guess my perception of how bands were bigger, how big they were back then, to my, to me, it was like, you're the biggest band in the world. And they were probably living at their parents' house, working retail jobs. And I'm like, but you're on a comp. So I don't think I had oh, any yeah, grasp of it. That's the thing. And that's, it's really funny to me too. Cause it's like, um, I've been pretty fortunate enough to meet, uh, like a bunch of other musicians early on. And like, you know, people who end up being like people's, uh, like pop stars backing bands and stuff like that. So it's like, I'll follow like the pop star if I like them and stuff like that. And, um, because I don't like I said before I don't give a fuck how on punk it sounds it's like I'm just a music guy. <laughs> Do you know who uh, plays like drums for like Miley Cyrus? Who? It was I think is he the singer or the drummer of American Hi-Fi. That doesn't surprise me. He's been doing it for like 8 years since before and then um dude it pays the bills and uh, quite frankly if I mean, if you're gonna be a true, I mean, if you want, there, when people say you want to be a musician, there's a lot of yeah. avenues to go. And is it one of the dudes from Thursday plays for like uh, the Wanted, like a boy band, and then they also do like Dancing with the Stars and stuff? Well, that's like um, Josh Freese, like we were talking about before. Um, I think he actually he's been on like a Kelly Clarkson record. Same thing with uh, Mike Watt from the Minutemen, actually. Yeah, yeah. I mean, if you're really gonna make money in music, that's yeah. That's, do you ever listen to Going Off Track, the podcast? No, no not familiar. Oh, it's it, that's where I've heard all these. It's like my favorite fucking podcast. It's um, it's just like musicians and comedians. So like it's right up my alley. It's everything. I yeah, like. yeah. And it's uh Stephen Smith from uh the old few show Stephen Untitled's Rock Show. Yeah, yeah. And like Jonah Bear, who's on United Nations. Right. And uh, but they he they have and sometimes they'll have like 
they have all the all the scene bands that we've loved. They'll have members on and be like, "What are you doing now?" It had one guy who was like, I think I forgot his name, but he was in like the reunion show and Edna's Goldfish, and he's like the fucking he's like a roadie, so he's roadied for like Fall Boy and like Guns yeah. and Roses and like. But it, it, when I listen to it, it's like, oh. All right, so there are more than one ways to make money in music. Oh, like, yeah, no, absolutely. Like, once I finish my degree and shit like that, I'm trying to, like, get on tour somehow. Like, <laughs> Oh, yeah. I have a my co- I have a cousin who's, like, his band didn't take off until he was, like, 39. Hey, sometimes it happens. Yeah, and hopefully, it was just, like, just bam. Hopefully when I'm 39, I'm just doing more than this shit <laughs> yeah i think the dream to be 39 is to be a musician and not have to tour i mean my thing no it's not even that it's just my thing is like world's going to shit i'm hoping to be dead by the time i'm 30 anyway yeah <laughs> might as go on tour now like <laughs> have you guys toured yet with your your band um we've done like a bunch of weekends here and there but it's it's kind of tricky because our uh our drummer actually works at a school at a school for uh, special education students and they have like a like a summer program too so he gets he gets like a few weeks like June into July off and then a few weeks not and between that and other scheduling conflicts it's just like kind of hard so we've been riding the whole weekend thing but um we hopefully this summer we have a routing we just need to confirm with everybody's job that they can get the time off and Hopefully we'll be doing that. <laughs> I understand how people like fucking do that shit. I try to get two people on for a podcast on a weekday. Look, three of us tried to do this and one yeah. of us failed out. And like, I don't know. Like even when I talk to like, um, I know we're both friends with like the Folly guys. And like, if you know them as people, you're like, how the fuck did you guys ever get your shit together? Yeah. And what I've There's... learned is uh, Arbin. <laughs> Arbin was everything. <laughs> it's really funny to think about. It's like, because there's always, like, every band's got that one guy that's just like, Do does, I want to? Yeah, it's like, I, every every day, like, something, like, if, like for example, we had the show tomorrow that we were supposed oh, to dude, play. I saw, I, yeah, I wanted to bring it up because I saw you're playing two fucking bands I love. It's yeah. Such Gold, who, I think this might be right. I think uh, the drummer of that was in the Flaming Tsunamis. Uh, Matt Convey. Was or, he in TFT? I think he may have actually been. I, I know he's, he's... Yeah, they're a great band from Connecticut. I, that's like a... um, Yeah, no, Matt's from Connecticut. Yep, so. that's him then, yeah, because I had yeah. Andy on, and I've, yeah, they've, I've, I swear, I've, I I don't know him, like, personally, but, like, I've seen a thousand of his shows. <laughs> well, it's, it's really funny, the story, like, we played with Such Gold probably about a year or so ago. And um, in this town called Port Jervis, where there's it's like fucking nothing, and I'll keep my mouth shut before I say something that might offend myself. Uh, <laughs> and like, it's pretty much like the Staten Island of Orange County. Not that anybody would get that. Um, I've been to Staten Island. Yeah, it's just like, eh. Um, but we played with them about a year ago. And, you know, like, we gave, we did the thing we normally do whenever we play with a bigger band, you know, try to pawn off a CD onto them, give them the CD and stuff like that. And, uh, you know, then then they went, recorded their new album. And for New Sidewalk is probably top three albums of last year for me. Uh, Such Gold's newest one. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. 
um, that that's like a fucking great album. So it was like we had an opportunity a few weeks ago to play with them up in uh, Oneonta at the school at the state school up there, and like I actually I actually almost had to miss that show because I was supposed to do a presentation for a class that met like three times in the semester. Yep. So it was like one third of my grade. So we arranged for this fill in and everything, and somehow by the grace of whatever higher being there is like there was a snow day <laughs> wow so i got to play the show and see it like and then we we got up there and those people they remembered us and everything like that they're like they were like yeah we've been spinning your cd and like we released a new one since then and we're like oh man i really wish they weren't still listening to that old one so <laughs> but <laughs> what is funny because like we were supposed to play with them again uh Tomorrow, I guess. The, who the fuck one that's there? Uh, the promoter kind of just backed out, I guess. Was it a venue or was it a DIY show? Uh, it was it was a promoter at a bar, and he booked the last time we played with him, so we thought everything was cool. And uh, it, I don't know. We're all kind of actually pretty bummed about it because. But they're a fucking great band, yeah. you know. But they, um, they're they're great dudes, and so we were gonna we were supposed to play with them tomorrow, but we played with them twice now. Hopefully, hopefully we'll get to play with them a third time, and so on. And then you're uh, you're playing the fucking Suicide Machines, yeah. <laughs> uh, what is, what is it? The Definition by Destruction album. Yep. In yeah, its entirety. Yeah. I might go to the... I think I'm going to try to go to the Boston show, actually. I was looking at going to the New York one, but I was like, oh, Boston's so much closer. Yeah, yeah. No, absolutely. Dude, for you, unless, you, unless you're bored and want to take, like, a bolt bus or something like that. <laughs> Which, I'm all about those things, but then it just turns into, like, I'd have to, like, take a day off of work, mm-hmm. and then that's kind of, like... So yeah, that whole... Sacred of how much time I have to use. Like, I, I started a new job three months ago, so, like... I can't just like willy nilly take time off. Yeah, yeah. It's fucking annoying, but that's one of my all time favorite albums. Like no fucking lie, I fucking love that album. Yeah, I, I'm pretty like I remember because it's like my brothers and I like we grew up with like the Tony Hawk games and everything yeah, like that. Oh my god, that's exactly how I found out about them. And um, so it's like really funny because I'm like, yeah, we're playing with the Suicide Machines, and like both of my brothers kind of like not necessarily fell out of punk because they just never got into it more than the Tony Hawk soundtrack really. And um, I have one brother that got really into ska, but that's that's a different story. Uh, <laughs> oh, I still love ska. It's cool, dude. It's 2015, man. <laughs> it goes away. <laughs> but uh, we uh, we ended up. I, I was like talking to my brothers and everything like that, and they're like, "Who the fuck are the Suicide Machines?" I was like, "Remember New Girl from the Tony Hawk soundtrack?" They're like, "Yeah." I was like, "They're playing that song because it's the first song on the album." <laughs> God, I, that's so sick. Is that the chance? I think I saw. Yep, yep. I like I like that place. I I went there once. Yeah, it's it's a place. <laughs> yeah, I just I remember seeing Bob in the Music Industry the mustard plug there. Right, right, right. Yeah, no, actually, um, I I had a bunch of friends played that show. Uh, I can't remember. Oh, back was this like this is some years ago, right? Yeah, back in like oh nine ish. Yeah. Oh, eight, oh, nine. Yeah, cause I was in college and I went down with some friends from school because their friends were opening the show. Who was their friends? Do you remember? Oh, I feel like such an ass. It's so long ago. They were a ska band. 
Was it from like Kingston area? Oh, oh, fuck. Middletown, New York, or um, I forgot the Poughkeepsie-ish area. It wasn't the closers, was it? I I couldn't even. It's been so long. I I would have no idea. But I remember hanging out with a bunch of kids from that area, and they were younger than me, and they were all fucking nice. Yeah, it was, um, like it's so long ago. I you know, remember. I had a lot of. There was a lot of kids that that I knew at that show. I think that was like one of my friends, one of my friends like old ska bands, one of their like first shows or something like that. Oh, that's so what a small world, but that was yeah. a fucking awesome show. And now Jeff uh, from Bomb is going solo. Yeah, yeah, no, that's it's really funny and kind of weird, but like I'm pretty stoked about it. I remember. Uh, I remember being in like, I want to say, I was in middle school. Yeah, it was middle school because, like we were saying before, I started young, I guess. And like seeing Bond the music industry because my friend Gabe uh, put together this awesome festival every year for a few years, and he's he's bringing it. He brings it back here and there, and I've helped him out a few times. It's called the the Big Orange Bonanza, and because uh, it's held in, usually held in Orange County, but he ended up booking bomb back in the days where it was like kind of jeff and his ipod sometimes a band like yeah yeah it was like one of those things where it's like you never knew what you're gonna get so it's like i remember being really into them and then like suddenly in high school like it kind of had like the whole it follows moment where it was like kids were like yo you listen to bomb the music industry i was like yeah of course i do and they're like they're awesome and i was just like oh no they're getting bigger and then that when he would do the uh bring your own instrument yeah, that was that yeah. was around too. Actually, at the it's funny because before you bought up the Flaming Tsunamis, they played that festival too. And oh, no it, way! Yeah, of course this they did. Some, Andy's those guys are fucking awesome. The the 2006 version of this festival had World Inferno Friendship Society. What? Yeah, it, just wait. Um, maybe the Fad played. Maybe, um, the Slackers played. Oh. King DeJango or whatever it is. Um, Bottom Music Industry, Flaming Tsunamis, The Know How, maybe The Super Specs? I can't remember. The Super Specs? Oh my god. <laughs> um, I'm trying to remember like the back of the t-shirt in my mind right now, but it was just like this insane lineup and it's like, you look at that lineup and you look, you like, if you asked everybody that played that day, like what they're doing now, it's like, they're all in like decent bands and everything like that. I had um Andy of TFT was on the show. I remember um at that show actually because it was supposed to be an outdoor festival, but they were worried about the weather, and it was like a boys and girls club benefit. So what my friend Gabe ended up doing is because he he ran shows year round in this uh semi VFW hall type thing, and it had three different rooms to it, and like it was like one giant room downstairs and then a small room downstairs next to it. So he had two bands going at the same time in both of those rooms. And it that, like sound didn't really bleed through and everything like that. And then he had one stage upstairs in this place. And it was just this chaos, but like this like beautiful chaos. And fucking, I just remember the flaming tsunamis. Since they thought it was going to be outside, they bought, I guess, pool noodles in bulk. Yep. And I just remember... That, that being like one of the coolest things at the time and everything like that. And the next time, the next year, my friend Gabe had it where everyone was like, was like, where are the pool noodles? Where are the pool noodles? <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's fucking amazing. 
I um I used to love the band before Bomb. Jeff was in Arrogant Sons of Bitches. Yeah. Who I was I I wouldn't say we were friends. At one point in time, we were like friendly, like you know, you know, it's that weird relationship yeah. with show friends. Like they come to your town, you go to their show, and you hang out the entire show, but you don't really talk outside of it. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, hold on. I think I think I just pulled up the lineup. Oh no way. <sighs> yep. Westbound Train. Yep. High school oh. football heroes. Oh God. Raspberry something. You remember them? No. They were they were Syracuse. Menzingers. I don't think they ended up playing that date, but my friend Gabe booked Menzingers a whole bunch of times before they got big. Um, do you uh, what about the Naked Citizens? Do you remember them? No, I have a little. Uh, there we go. Dan, I, Dan actually texted me. He was running late uh, to work. Uh, <laughs> but we can still say shitty things about him. But. Cool, cool. I guess we'll just have to restart because Dan's here now. If he ever picks up. Oh, okay. Hello. Uh, oh. Hey, Dan. You. Hey. We just had a good trash t- forty-five minute trash talk about you. That's awesome. I hope you recorded <laughs> it. Yeah. You did. Uh, you're just gonna come into the talk late because we're talking about a ska show that I never went to, but I'm jealous about. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Who else uh, is on this show? Do you remember, let me see, any bigger names? Well, well, let me catch Dan up. You had World Inferno Friendship Society, Westbound Train, Bomb the Music Industry, Know How, High School Football Heroes, Super Specs. Do you remember Public Access? No. Nope. Okay. Sorry, I feel so bad. Yeah. If they're listening, uh, you're like, no. Oh, no, I don't, I, don't, I don't fucking know any of those guys. Uh then there was this one band, you might remember that. They were from Massachusetts, a ska band called In The Face. Sounds very familiar. I remember they played it the next year later, and since it was outside, their drummer lit their cymbal on fire while he was playing. And I thought, it, like like we were saying before, I started going to shows really young. I was in eighth grade, and I was like, that's the fucking coolest thing in the world. <sighs> that is pretty fucking nuts. But yeah, then other than that, it was like a bunch of sweet, sweet local bands. I fucking I just saw like the fucking Jeff Rosenstock album was like on the Billboard charts. Yeah, yeah, that's what I'm saying. It's really funny to me that it's like I saw him with like ten other people maybe nine years ago or whatever, and it's just like. <laughs> yeah, I just love he's just been doing the same thing forever, just this DIY approach, and then the industry finally caught up to him. Yeah, and it's like uh, my favorite thing was like a few months ago when you uh, two did that whole like put the album on everyone's iPhone or whatever. Yeah, that bullshit. backfired. How everyone's like, oh, they're so innovative. And it's like... Nope. Quote, first unquote, thing I records, motherfucker. Like, first thing I... Th- yeah, that's what I thought of right away. <laughs> and he uses a lot of the same people, too. Mm. Like, a lot of the people from Bomb the Music Industry are, like, in his, his band now. Yeah, yeah, which is cool. It's, it's like... It's a very incestuous hope, family. I hope some of my friends that make it really big in music or remember me when they need a touring basis like <laughs> Dan Shields nah probably not yeah he already forgot <laughs> uh fuck I, who did I just wait who what's that who are we even talking to right now who do you think let's play <laughs> you got play. you got you got five questions I think it's Colin but I already forgot <laughs> Colin was on time Ayo. yeah <laughs> uh, first what is rule it? of Super- it must Showbiz. be spring break. Oh, it is spring break. It must be spring break. <laughs> My you know? titties are out. Of, of course. 
good night to hang out on some Skype, talk, talk to some dudes. Oh, yeah. That's right. You guys want to go on chat roulette after this? <laughs> yes. Uh, do I want to, or am I already? <laughs> you guys <laughs> podcast differently than me. What? On chat roulette, naked. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that's a special podcast. I forgot I was going to say, uh. Good for, good for, uh, do you know, who is it, the guy, the other guy who isn't Matt Skiva from Alkaline Trio produced his new album. Right, um. Dan, add something? It, yeah, that's an, that's another one of those things like we were talking about before. I've seen it a billion times. Could not know how to pronounce it without looking at it. Hey, Ed Nerio. Uh, Something like that, yeah. Ed Renault. I, I, I fucking, I really, I like, love yeah, it. Like, so much. It's like. Dan Alien Ant Farm or something like that. <laughs> no, no, he's better than Alien Ant Farm. <laughs> it's pronounced that way, though. Yeah, but oh, they're so fucking good. Well, Dan, Jesus. I'll I'll give you the first question that I gave uh, Colin. Um, what are your thoughts of uh, Matt Skiba in fucking Blink? I think it's a great idea. Yeah. All right. Well, there's no dissent here. I think it's even better than Blink with Tom DeLonge. I mean, I haven't heard it yet. But I I think I prefer the way um, that Max Skiba sings off key to the way that Tom DeLonge sings off key. So <laughs> yeah, I'm with that. Oh yeah, I could back that. Well, Colin, you should, Colin, it, you should probably talk your ba- about your band while you're on. Uh, uh, you play yeah. with Folly in the Tattoo Shop. I want to hear everything. Um, <laughs> that was the whole a story. Fool. That's what that was. Um, we Damn. had <laughs> story <laughs> over. Yeah, it was a fluke. That's the story of my life. Um, you guys are on a label too. I didn't realize. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We're we're signed. Fuck you. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> that was directed at you, Dan. Oh no, whatever. That was whatever. Uh, I'm I'm too cool to be signed. You were on the same label as uh, what's it? The the who, who, fuck? What was his name? Jeff from the Divided Heaven. Yeah, Divided Heaven. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, yeah. Satan uh, Records. Yeah. Yeah. Um, you know, speaking of like not knowing how big music artists are, I like, oh, cool. That's he. Like, we met on Twitter, and then I asked Danny who he was. I'm like, oh, cool. Come on the show. And then like I released the episode, and I started looking into him more. I was like, you're a lot he's... bigger than I thought you were. But he's also really fucking good too. Yeah, and not like weight wise. He's very, very goodly weighted man. But like in popularity wise, like he he tours a fucking ton. Yeah, no, that's... And he's like, at, I just saw today on fucking line, he's like the fucking, at the Facebook headquarters. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Facebooking, yeah, I don't like know that. what you do there. Yeah. <laughs> that's how you actually have to update your status now. You have you to, to go to Facebook tour. headquarters. Yeah, he was the first guest I've had on here who was verified on both Twitter and or Facebook. Shit, man. Which, I gotta... which we learned doesn't mean anything at all, by the way. How, how did, it, did he, did, did he give up the secret about how you do that? He had no idea either. <laughs> oh, okay. He's like, I just signed I'll... up. He's like, remember, Dan, Dan guessed it on that one. He's like, I think it's because I live in LA is what his answer <laughs> was. He's like, I don't really know why. <laughs> right, you can't, you can like, sign up. if you just sign up for Facebook in LA, you get verified, but like yeah. you have to send like your birth certificate and passport and Social. You, like, and like your own mother. You have to send her you have to, to send Facebook. Mom. It does also. It does not turn out. It doesn't uh, monetarily. It doesn't turn into anything either. If, if you're verified on social media, you're not going to get 
not get money, but like it doesn't mean you're going to sell any more rec- or any more or less records. Because there's people on Facebook who have way more likes than him, and it, 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 social media is such a weird thing. Like, yeah, I don't, I don't know what it means. I have no idea what it means. I have like really... a fucking shit ton of Twitter followers on the Let's Chat thing. I'm guessing 750 of them are just fucking bots. So, <laughs> or yeah, it's all. We fucking... uh, I don't know. I don't know how it works. Draw a face on your penis. Post the picture and see how many people respond to it, and then I think you realize like how many real people there are. Speaking of speaking of dick pics, Dan, I'm just saying I'm kind of glad I never got that one of the transparent um, laminate. Oh, that one! That one actually never got taken. Okay. Is this one with happy birthday on your balls? No, no, this is a different one. Um, I everything. Everything kind of died after the first couple of days of, of tour, but uh, the the laminate had a heart in the middle that was um, that you could see through. Yeah. Yeah. So I started taking pictures of stuff through the laminate, and uh, I never got down to taking a, a dick pic through it. I did get a nice nip shot. Yeah. Yeah, that happened. But uh, it didn't go any further south than that. <laughs> oh yeah, Kyle. Uh, so you play with Folly? You? Yeah. Kyle, okay. Yeah. I want to hear about yes. that because that's that's fucking um, awesome. Well, no, it was really funny. Um, those guys. I forgot. I think Brad. Uh, Brad Little. He hooked us up. And, oh, I fucking uh, love that dude. You know, Brad's a great guy. He's and, so scary, but so nice. And what a great, great hug giver. Great hug giver. Great, great fucking drummer too. I'm assuming a good father. I, I don't never seen him with his kid, but I'm sure yeah. he's great at it. In case he listens, <laughs> yeah. I bet he I bet he makes a killer yeah. scrambled egg as well. Yeah, uh, yeah that's what I'm saying. I, I'm gonna right? see him in April, so I'm gonna tell him about all these things we just said. Correction that you just said. <laughs> um, but yeah, no, Brad had because uh, there was originally I think there was like a because Matt Leahy at the tattoo shop actually. Um, he, he had, he had a grand opening and, uh, he wanted like a big party and they were supposed to, uh, they were supposed to have this, uh, grand opening party actually at the Tuscan cafe, which is right across the street. And it's a place I happen to work at. And, um, he's like, yeah, you know, like we're really into your band and everything like that. You know, it'd be, it'd be cool if, if you guys could play, but, you know, right now the show's full. If we have anybody drop, you know, you guys are on the list. And somehow people ended up dropping just enough where it was like, all right. And we actually played Tuscan the week before, and then at the last second they moved it to the tattoo shop itself, which was kind of nice because there was more room over there. But it was also really funny because it was just like we had to do this thing where it's like we were kind of like rock stars and like, we we gave ourselves a radius clause thing where we were like, all right, we can't announce that we're playing the show across the street yet because we have to play the Tuscan first. And um, from there, it just ended up pretty much like, like, oh, we're playing with Folly. That's that's pretty cool. Like, I'm not going to lie. I didn't grow up listening to Folly whatsoever. But I was like, fuck yeah, I can make all those douchebags from high school jealous right now. Like, <laughs> And, um, you know, I've known Arvin for a few years and, He's a fucking great dude. He's never done me wrong. And um, next thing you know, it's like a few days before the Folly show and everyone's just starting to announce like, yeah, Folly's playing. So then I was just like, all right, 
I guess I guess guess we could say we're playing with Bali now. And uh that was a fun show. Apparently there's uh not apparently, there is recordings, live recordings of our set from that night, oh, but they wow. should not surface. <laughs> Uh, I, uh, I'm going to get every member of Folly on here. I've had three, and I'm just still scheduling with Arvin and Anthony. This scheduling's a fucking nightmare. They're like Pokemon. you got to catch them all. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Dan, I think I'm going to see you at um, in April at the Jeff's wedding, too. Jeff yeah, Amanda. I'm going I'm to serve you food. Yeah, you'll be working, and uh, I'm going to treat you like, this, like uh, the help, <laughs> just so you know. I'm going to put, like, dollar bills in your butt. That sounds great to me. But um, I, I yeah, that's that was a band I fell in love with in high school, and then we just loved way too much for way too long. Yeah, no, those those guys are awesome, and like, obviously it was most of their first time seeing us, and you know it was just a really cool thing. And then we ended up playing the next day up in Watertown, New York, for a fucking weird ass farm festival. <laughs> we drove five hours. To play, like, you know the Gathering of the Juggalos? Sadly. Um, <laughs> Sadly, I do. Like, if there was a, like, an, like the only way you could go was an invitation. Like, this was like the state finals to get an invitation. Like, if you could survive this, you could be invited to the regional finals and be invited to the Gathering. Like, Would you guys want to play the Gathering of the Juggalos? Yes, yes. I want to so bad as well. That's what I'm I, saying. It's like... Would be amazing there was some apparently there was some comedian that went to play it and he made what because we this this oddly enough playing the gathering comes up a lot in our band um huh. but the uh not that like we ever have a chance to like oh did you guys hear today uh the the booker for it reached out to us <laughs> um but the um there's some comedian and he got like helicoptered into the field and everything like that and like he made some offensive joke about incest or something like that i think and then they just like booed him off stage fuck i can't remember what comedian it was that's like didn't they like throw shit like tequila tequila and stuff i mean to be fair what is the value of tequila tequila oh i'm not disagreeing with them (laughs) i mean i wouldn't i wouldn't do that but Maybe not shit, but if I had some yeah. mud in my hand, well, I don't care. I, I don't know. I, I've always been one of those people that's, like, lame and I don't do mean shit like that. Well, that's because I would never be at the gathering of the vibes in the first place. So. <laughs> <laughs> These are all hypotheticals here, people. <laughs> I mean, you never know. If you're the type of person who's going to the gathering of the vibes, it's just assumed that you're out drinking some Is Fago. it the gathering of the vibes or the gathering of oh, the juggalos? juggalos. The gathering of the vibes is in Connecticut. Okay. I mean, are they one and the same? No, no, that's like a festival. I don't know anything. I think that's like a hippie fest or something. Yeah. Like fish or whatever. Oh, God. <laughs> Dude, that's tight. And then um, you guys, when this had aired, you had just put out a secret release. Surprise! Which is already out, in theory. <laughs> Dan, don't tell anyone. Yeah. Um, yeah, no, we decided that we actually have been wanting to do like a free ep and um for a long time because our full length took so long between record pressing issues and artwork issues it took forever for it to come out that we're just like 
let's just do a free EP and just because like we're not gonna press it anytime soon. And um, where we wrote six songs and decided they sounded good enough. So which might be like the way, which I kind of think is the way to go soon. Um, in terms of like releasing music because people have short attention spans. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know, put the music out, get them to come to the show. Exactly. Because when we Make first started... Yeah. <laughs> when we first started, we had put out a demo. Our first... The band, the band formed because um, Pat, our guitarist, had a bunch of hardcore songs written. And he teamed up with uh, Brian drummer Brian, who he'd played in a band with previously, um, just to like play drums on a demo that he was doing for it. And he actually had a different bassist and vocalist, but then one thing led to another. Neither of those worked out, and um, they ended up, like Pat ended up reluctantly calling me because nobody else was around to play bass. So he had some demos. We practiced one day. Seven hours later, we were at a show, and a band dropped, and we joked around with the uh, owners of the venue, like, huh, we started a band today, you should let us play. And then she's like, all right. So the first day of our first practice, we ended up playing a show, and then right after our second, we released a demo. And that was so helpful in terms of, like, hype and shit like that. That actually is what got us in contact somehow with Adam from Say 10, that we're just like, let's just do that again. <laughs> Damn. That is awesome. But with, with good quality. We're, we're, we recorded with uh, not a basement demo anymore. <laughs> uh, do, do you guys have a name of said EP yet? Um, uh, it's called So It Goes after uh, the big uh, Slaughterhouse 5 reference. Kurt Vonnegut. You could tell me and Dan just fell silent on that one. I think you can tell. You know I don't read. No, I know. But the thing is, Adam, who runs our label, he um has this cute pug named Vonnegut, so we wanted to pay tribute to the dog somehow. Oh, I think I remember you. We read. Uh, you're also a big dog fan. I yes. Uh, I was actually watching your video on Facebook of the dog licking the ice cream. That's a good. (laughs) That like. God, I love animal videos. I'm just a big dog guy. Like, I don't even send, like, like, even down to my girlfriend and I, we just send pictures of each other of dogs all day. We don't talk to each other. We're just like, no. <laughs> oh, yeah. I, my wife and I are going down in April to, like, Jersey to house sit her uncle's house so we can play with his new dog. Nice. What kind of dog is it? Uh, Australian sheep shepherd. 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 Yes. No. That's that's a cool that's Zach. A cool I don't know what you care about his name. I met him as a puppy on Christmas Day, and I think he was like twelve weeks old. I just didn't do anything but play with him the entire day. And we're best friends, and I haven't <laughs> seen him since, and I miss him so much. See, you should get a dog, man. You should. You should I can't have him where I live, and I have a cat who doesn't like other animals. My cats suck, man. Yeah, I love my cat, and I I I live in a city, and like I don't have a yard, so yeah. I don't want to have to like. And people okay, definitely do it. I'm, I'm just, I don't want to put the work in for a dog. But I, I yeah, definitely think you get more reward out of it. But I'm, I'm very happy with my cat. Actually, now that I'm thinking about it, I send a lot of pictures of dogs to a lot of people. Are they your I, dog or just dogs you find online? 
Uh, just a little bit of both sometimes. I have a personal rule. If a dog approaches me, it's getting pet. Oh, duh, duh. One time, I mean, my wife, uh, we were at this coffee shop by Order 11 Providence, Seven Stars, and some woman came by and she like, was going to go know in. What's that? I know that spot. Oh, not, the one on Broadway? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I live right around, that's my neighbor. Well, I live a couple streets over. Okay, yeah, my brother used to live on uh, the east side. Oh, fancy. Oh, east side's so nice. I mean, where he lived, it wasn't. Oh, okay. I'm in the, if if this was Manhattan, if we were in New York City, I live in the Brooklyn, is what I call it. Okay. But not, not like Park Slope. It's like. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's not Park Slope yet. But, uh, yeah. So this woman came by and she's like, do you guys mind watching my dog while going to get a coffee? It's like, yep. And by the time she came back out, the dog was asleep on my lap. It's yeah. It's like that. rubbing its stomach. I think, I think the other day I sent Jared from the Scandals a picture of a dog just because why the fuck not? <laughs> Does people respond to you, or are they just like, oh? Sometimes I it was well, no because Jared. Here's what here's my uh, public beef with Jared. He was like, yeah, I'll bring you like a crew neck because we were gonna trade band crew necks and everything like that. And Dan can be my witness for this. I saw nothing. Oh well, no, no. Yeah, Dan wants to go back on tour. <laughs> all I'm saying, all I'm saying is, um, I I remember getting up to Dan and being like, oh, where are the crew necks at? He's like, Jared forgot them, and I was just like. That's no, pretty upset. They didn't forget them. We didn't bring them. Why not, though? Because we had ones with hoods. Yeah, but I'm just saying, like, you're you're heading to New England. You got the hardcore two-step and crew. That's a, you know, their merch guy really should be fired. Yeah. I, I At really least for that wanna... tour. They should get a new yeah. merch guy. They should have me as their merch guy. I don't know about that. Do you, like, worked really hard and, like, you know, had had to do a reorder, like, after a week. It was crazy. Well, no one bought any shirts because the guy was such a dick? I can't believe it. <laughs> no, they bought so many shirts because the guy had a nice dick. That's fair. You know, I've known, I've, <laughs> Colin, I've known Dan for a long time. <laughs> Which and guy I've, are we talking about here? Are we talking about Sean had a nice dick? <laughs> I would imagine Sean's got a good peen. <laughs> Probably. Yeah, Dan, can you give us the scoop on that? Like, Well, I only scooped it. I didn't see it. That's oh, what I I'm shot. saying. Like, I Based shot. off of your scoop. Poor Sean. I hope he doesn't. Nah, I don't care. <laughs> Sean's been on. He knows what's up. Yeah, I was about to say, Sean and I, it's really nice because, as I was saying before, it's like Sean and I kind of have bonded about being uh, like Jersey by association because neither of us are were born there or anything like that. No, I'm the same way. My wife's from there, and like I spent so much time going there. Like all my favorite, some of my favorite people are from like Dan are from there, and like yeah. well, like I grew up in Connecticut. Dan's one of your favorite people. I know. I wasn't supposed to say that out loud. Oh, also, uh, let me get this uh, quota out of the way. Uh, fart, and uh, there we go. Another episode full of dick and fart jokes. Finally. I don't know if Dan told you. Uh, Dan was actually a groomsman in my wedding. Okay. I was. And then he was kicked out immediately. Define immediately, like. No, just kidding. He he wait. was actually, uh, let's see, they, none of them will probably listen. Dan was definitely the best of the groomsmen. That is, and if they do listen, you're screwed. Yeah. That's, really, that's tough because I, I feel like. The reason I was like bumped up there is because I was the only one that knew that you don't button the bottom button yep. on your suit jacket. Hey, you helped me get ready too. 
Okay, that's fair. You I kept the other guys in line. Well, it's because I like playing dress up, you know. Yeah, it's fun. <laughs> I'll have to send yeah. you some fun pictures of Dan uh, at my wedding with uh, just the vest on and no shirt. Okay, that's all right, that pretty- sounds good. And my pocket square tied around my neck. Yeah, you look, you look super classy, but then uh, it was amazing. Uh, <laughs> I'd buy that for a dollar. How do you guys even know each like other? Some, like that... some sort of gay Freddie Mercury. <laughs> Let's just say the, the conversation got 100% gayer once Dan got on here. Me and Colin were um, keeping it pretty normal. Yeah, but oh. but we didn't talk about my band until Dan came in. So. Yeah, I know. I was like thinking, I was like, am I a bad host? I forgot to ask about the band stuff until the first hour. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's what Dan's supposed to do. <laughs> Keep me on track. Way Actually, to go, Dan. I can I can recall um, the the first conversation I had with Colin. Is uh, this to get the same first conversation you claimed that we had last month? <laughs> It could have been where I, I, all I know is I just started like, I was like, hey, what's up? And then immediately started shitting on bass players without even uh, realizing that you played bass. Okay, this is starting to jog my memory now. Okay. And then I think I said, hey, wait, you're Dan. You're booking my band next month and I play bass in it. (laughs) Cool. Yeah. So anyway, still hate bass players. You're cool. Um, your instrument is not. Nope, it's not. (laughs) And I think it just kind of, it kind of gelled from there. Um, and then we woke up naked in a hammock, which I don't know where the hammock came from, but I'm not mad at it. Yeah, no. I mean, was it your hammock or my hammock? That's what I want to know. This is like the time you got it all over again. (laughs) <laughs> in a good way by the way Tom, Tommy's a great guy oh he's not listening it's fine <laughs> he might be. oh he's not listening if, if, you, if, you, if you check off cause I, I, I quote unquote worked for Tommy for three years <laughs> oh really you know, yeah I re- it's really weird I'm, I'm not sure if you've been on a podcast before it will surprise you who actually will listen to it, and then it will surprise you who doesn't. Like, whoever you think will listen to you won't, and then some person that you half know will. It's very strange. We did a really, we did a, a Dying Scene radio-like podcast interview or whatever, and we're, we're telling this story about how we set up our merch stand at, like, this big, like, block party type thing, and it had vendors, like, local vendors. It was in uh, Trenton, New Jersey. Um, so... In over in Dan's neck of the woods, and uh, we set up, and there was a like an adult toy table. So our merch stand was pretty much like right next to a bunch of dildos. And we're talking about this in the interview, and it's not it's not that was what was funny about it. It was the fact that like my mom posted it on Facebook, and she's like, "I'm so proud of my boy," and it's like <laughs> it's like we're just like talking about dildos and how we hate each other. Like <laughs> that's amazing. So how do you think everybody at this block party felt like walking past like a table? Uh, Have like, you ever been to Champs? There was like a table with dildos on it, and then like the next table, there was a table with dildos behind it. Well, the thing the thing is, is like very. It was like inside of the venue where like the fans were playing, connected to the block party. 
So it was associated. I shouldn't have said that it was necessarily outside at the block party. Yeah, man, I was just I was just trying to make a real solid joke and call call you a dildo, but oh, okay. I guess it didn't fly. I wasn't doing merch that day, so oh, you could have hired Dan. I failed again. I could have. Next time we're in Jersey, yes, eventually we'll be back. Are you guys? Do you guys play up here at all in Rhode Island, or is that like far enough? Uh, It's not worth it. We're trying. We're trying to do a weekend up in New England. Uh, we've gotten some people in Boston that are that want to book us and stuff like that. So we're trying to. Do you guys know Mark from Manic Productions? Like they're the Connecticut folks. You got to go to. Uh, I think, I think I've emailed him a few times and he's never gotten back. Thanks, Mark. So, um, if he's listening to this, know that I'm a little hurt. Yeah, I used from to know that. him back in the day. Um. Yeah. Know that I'm a little hurt from that weekend tour I was trying to book like a year ago, and then that other weekend tour I booked with my band in high school that you never got back to us about. I'm sure you're probably one of the thousand emails he gets. He's like, oh, yeah, yeah, I love the... Okay. Yeah, I, 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 I wish that I like had ties to all these worlds when I and had a podcast at the same time. It would be like if you're like booking and you do a podcast, it would be so much easier. But I don't have that kind of energy. So you guys, good luck. <laughs> Yeah, no. Or that knowledge. I, I didn't grow up here, so I, by the time I was like out of the music scene and I moved here, I was like, I don't, I don't know what happened. So I just I go to those I go to theater venues and stuff like that, club shows now. Everybody book Entropy so that the Raritan can piggyback all those shows. Yo, what what are you doing like tomorrow? Uh, what is it? October? Something like that. November. March. Oh, oh wait, uh, no. wait! Is, is the Raritan only allowed to play in October? No, that's I don't. What's tomorrow? Wednesday? April first. Like April first? Is this yeah. some sort of a joke? Damn it! You got me. Oh, sorry, oh, I ruined it. I'm really. What's I'm going really on tomorrow? Well, I don't know. I was. We had a show tomorrow that I just remember got canceled. <laughs> But did it really get canceled? No, it, no, no. It authentically did. Like the the promoters like not returning anybody's calls, and it was like a big tour package, and I'm really bummed out about it. Bummer. Awesome. Um, I heard... gotta start kind of wrapping it up, um, Colin. Okay. Any, any uh, anything uh, to plug for your awesome band? If you want to send me a song, I can attach it at the end uh, of it as well. Okay, yeah, I'll send you. I'll send you uh, like the whole album. We actually. Um, there's a new Hail Mary. Oh fuck! Folk. I forgot to ask you about that. You playing Hail Mary with Paul? I did. I did. Oh. Um, they have a better basis now. Uh, <laughs> he, he's much taller and better looking than I am. He dresses a lot nicer. Um, wait, your brother's playing bass? No, 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 no. I get it. I get it. I get it. I'm actually sitting in my brother's bedroom right now. Is he yeah. there? Because that would be weird. Uh, no, he's in the next room over. <laughs> Is he in your bedroom? That'd be even weirder. No, 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 no. I'm crashing with him this week. Oh, nice. Raiding spaces. <laughs> yeah, yeah. We're like that Eddie Murphy movie, but, you know, not. <laughs> um, but, yeah, no, there's a... Hell Mary's a good band to check out. There's... Um... 
You mean every band Paul Allen is associated with at yeah. any given time? Yeah. All um, five at a time? <laughs> well, it's funny because it's like I realized the other day, like, because pretty much like I was saying before, for the out of the nine years I've been playing shows, probably about like four of them have been more than one band at once. And um, so it was just really funny that I realized the other day it was the first time in a long time that I'm only playing in one band. <laughs> That's awesome. Where can people find you uh, on the old internets? On the internet, if you're on Facebook or Spotify, you can search Entropy, E-N-T-R-O-P-Y. And then you got to put a little NY, like space NY, because, you know, the York hardcore. And uh, also, so we don't get sued. <laughs> <laughs> Why would um, you get sued? Because there's like 16,000 other uh, bands named Entropy. And what's funny is, like, all the ones that have told us to change our names are from different countries. So our plan right now is actually to, um, to like, form a United Nations with them. <laughs> Dude, that's how Blink-182 got the same thing. Blink-182 got that's their name. That's actually a really good idea. Because they, they were Blink, and then they had to change the name. And yeah. Spring Hill Jack had the same thing, so they just added USA. Old Scott Van. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Bigwig big wig had to do that, Um, technically, I think. Oh, I fucking love Bigwig. I'm having some, inter- some connection problems. Yeah. Um, well, dude, thank you so much for coming on. And, uh, dude, come back anytime. And maybe Dan can come on for the whole time next time so you guys could shit on each other. Break the ice and show it.